Hey guys, welcome to the Just Danny Podcast with your girl, me, Danny. And you're here, and I am pleased, because child, I really dig your company. So, let's have a conversation and see what the internet done brought us this week. It's almost Mother's Day. (laughs) Shout out to all the mothers listening. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of you out there. And shout out to all of the, um, you know, people celebrating their mamas this weekend. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of packed pews at the church houses. A lot of um, reserved teas and brunches going on. And um, some pretty pastel um, suits going on this weekend. I'm excited to see some of the pictures, um, of, you know, moms going out and doing things. Now I can't convince my daughters to put on the matching outfits with me, but that sounds like something my best friend Summer would do. So we might be able to get a pretty little picture put up on the, um, internets with Summer and her daughter, um, maybe, uh, uh dressing alike, but, However you spend your Mother's Day, some of us will be working, some of us will, you know, just be chilling at the house, which is usually what I do. I never really try to do anything huge. I get my mama a gift every year, um, and then my mama likes to... I don't call my mom mama, but (laughs) I get my mom a gift every year, and she likes to... um, barbecue each year so we do that kind of thing there's she's not a um teas and brunches kind of lady so we do that and watch whatever movie that she would like to see so that's what my mother's day will be looking like um one of my best friends is coming into town to um spend mother's day with his mom which is going to be really nice and maybe i'll get to see him while he's here but I think it's going to be awesome. She's, you know, she, I don't think he was here last year with her, but he has done some amazing things with his mama. Cause one year he took her on a helicopter ride. Now I don't, not that, <laughs> I don't got that kind of life, but my best friend does. And she, his mom had, an, you know, some amazing excursions. I'm excited to see what's going to happen this year. I don't think anybody has to live up to a bar set, but so whatever you do, you know, for your mom, I'm sure that she is going to appreciate it and make sure that you give it with love because Mother's Day is about showing your love for your mother and your appreciation. And you guys who are listening, who have mamas, make sure y'all doing something for her. It's not just a lady day. Like you have to do something for your mom. And if you are somebody who got a, um, who have some children, get that mom a card at least, at the very least. Buy to get them kids some money and take them to the store let them pick out something for their mama and make sure that she has something it it she's still the mother of your child whether y'all together or not she is still the mother of your children and you need to appreciate her and the efforts that she puts forth raising your children and ladies if you are dating someone who has children You need to make sure that if that man is not, you should be making sure that he does. At the very least, make sure that that mother 
gets a card for Mother's Day. Whether or not they are together, whether he with you or not, that is still a, a mother who is raising those children and she should be celebrated. And that's just me and I'm just saying because, you know, um, there's a lot of people who have a hard time with understanding that thing, but getting a card for the mother of your children is not disrespectful to you if you are with someone it is just showing appreciation for the work and the um, effort put forth for raising children now you know me I'm just saying Turned on my TV yesterday and I found out that my girl Ayanla is coming back, y'all. Well, we already knew she was coming back. They didn't tell me that last season was a season a series finale, so we knew she was coming back, but I did not know the date. The date is June 1st. She will be starting the new season of Ayanla Fix My Life. Now, I saw the trailer, you know, because I'm out here on these internet streets. And I got to tell y'all, the Mitchell brothers are back. (laughs) One of my highest rated um, episodes on this podcast is the Mitchell brothers. And the Mitchell brothers are back. It looks like they're going to be examining their current relationship or lack thereof with their mother. But it's going to be very, very interesting. Anybody who has not listened to the Mitchell Brothers, after you listen to this episode, roll back through and um, find the Mitchell Brothers episode. It was pretty awesome. But I want you guys to know, I will be recapping (laughs) the Mitchell Brothers and plenty of the other episodes of Ayanla. Now, here's the thing. Recaps go on the Patreon page now, guys. So... I want you to get on over there to that Patreon page because if you want to get the recaps from the Mitchell Brothers or any other episodes that I will be um, recapping from this season of I Only Fix My Life, you definitely need to be a Patreon. Now, the Patreon to get the recaps is only $5 a month. That's only 5 bucks a month. Y'all, y'all paying more than that to go to the Chipotle and get a a quick little cute meal. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like we should go ahead on and (laughs) support. Now, again, the Patreon page, when you become a Patreon, which is basically listener support, that um, money or donations will be going towards the assistance of growing this podcast. But for you to get the gift of thank you, I will be uploading um, different episodes of podcasts. So you would get an extra episode of the podcast. Now, they're periodically posted. So you could get two a month. You could get four a month. But you're still only going to pay $5 for those. Plus the one that's already loaded on the podcast on whatever app you are listening to this podcast currently so if you want to go over and support me on the patreon page you can go ahead on and go to p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash 
IJS underscore one seven. Now that's going to be in the show notes, which means if you scroll down on whatever app you're listening to, you'll be able to see like the all of my social media tags and the Patreon page link and my YouTube link. Also, my Gmail if you wanted to send me a letter or um, any appreciation. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to hit that Patreon page up if you want to get these recaps. And if you want to just do donations, um, there's also a $2 a month tier. It's only $2. Now you get a shout out with, with that tier. There are no extra episodes with that tier, but it is definitely appreciated and I do appreciate you. Also, guys, if you do not want to um, or are not able to support by way of um, monetary support liking the episodes posting the episodes tweeting about the podcast all of those things telling your friends all of those things as well are listener support and i greatly appreciate you guys on all the levels of listening listener support that you give to me each and every week Now this time, I'm not going to say if you were under a rock, but I don't know what you was doing because this evening was the Met Gala and if you're not familiar with the Met Gala, I could tell you a couple things. I don't know a lot about it. All I know is it's like this huge thing that goes on once a year. Celebrities are the only ones that get to go to this party. It's very, very, very exclusive and you have to be invited. I think... I think even some people are like sponsored by um, designers. So, you know, they wear these beautiful gowns and like this, you know, it's just over the top. And you're going to see people like Beyonce and Rihanna and JLo and Serena Williams they're gonna come through and they're going to when when I tell you they're gonna slay child like it's that's that's where these celebrities get to slay there were so many people there and so you watch the red carpet because you ain't got no like I said it's very exclusive there is no inside uh situations going on and then I hear that there's like parties that go on after I think it's like a banquet or something it's at the um they have like exhibits and all this stuff going on and then afterwards there's like these huge parties that just go on all night it's in new york at the met and it's just amazing so let me just give you some of the people that i was paying attention to this year first off let's start with lena waith you guys if you are listening on here you already know lena waith is like my best friend in my head uh and so she came out and she had on like this suit it wasn't like it was a suit uh double-breasted look like to me but i don't know i'm not really into i'm not like knowledgeable about fashion so don't quote me on that um and uh it just looked really good on her with Taylor well she came with this gentleman who I believe was the designer of it um and so when they interviewed her they asked her you know like what's going on with your suit or whatever and she said she wanted to pay homage to the originators of 
camp, which was the theme this year, um, the camp fashion. She wanted to make, pay homage to them, and that really was coming from the drag queen community. So on the back of her jacket, it said drag queens. No, I'm sorry. It says black drag queens invented camp, which is true. And camp is a is a um, fashion style that's kind of supposed to be like over the top and like cheesy and just like uh the stuff that everybody thought would be like no good which I guess in back in the day when drag queens had to like they were really like hidden they had to go to like the thrift stores and all of that to get like clothes and so they put together these outfits that were just like over the top but they was fly in that community and you know, Lena Waithe just wanted to pay homage to that. Now, her gentleman date, I I don't know where her fiancé was because they didn't show her fiancé, so I'm assuming she wasn't there because usually you get to see, you know, the, uh, the dates come through too. But on the back of his, he had been paying homage to Nipsey Hussle and it was like this saying about like by getting your credit up um, pulling your money together and buying back the block, which was what Nipsey Hussle was trying to do before his passing. Um, so that, that, that was really, really awesome. And they look great. Also, Lena Waithe had on this, this red lip that was like, okay, girl, I see you, you very, very masculine, but you still got like a hint of femininity to you. And I was like, I'm here for all day. Sexy. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's move on. Um, there also was um, Cardi B. And when I tell y'all, y'all got to go online. If you have not seen it, which I just don't understand. But if you haven't seen a picture of it on the internet yet, look up Cardi B Met Gala 2019. And when you see this piece of art, I mean, I don't even want to call it a dress. It was a piece of art art it was amazing it was beautiful and it just was stunning and she just her people just keep her right as far as these looks go like in in any looks that she's in pretty much she like but it's anytime it has to do with like high fashion this girl is in the game like she's up there with the high ones you know um there's not a lot of people who can do that that can pull off these looks like a Beyonce or a Rihanna and I'm telling you Cardi is up there with them because she has been looking stunning her makeup was right the shoe was right the dress was right the color was right the way she walked in it was amazing like beautiful she's just and I when I mean there it, it had to be a good six people that had to handle her dress and now again you might be like why six people but at the Met Gala that's the kind of thing that you want going on so when you go online if you ain't seen these pictures be prepared because girl I'm trying to tell you like it's a look for real then we had um Billy Porter Billy Porter got um carried in like uh an Egyptian um goddess or something came out stood up and I was like I am here for you at all times Billy Porter like there's just never a time if you can remember last year Billy Porter was in the news a whole bunch about the fact that he wore um a gown to the Met Gala but it was like it's the Met Gala number one you're supposed to be over the top and number two is Billy Porter like leave him alone okay don't ever but 
you know, look, look it up. And, um, JLo was there. She was giving face child. Like she know how to pose. And I, you, I need to get a lesson because I try to pose a lot of times and I just end up looking like, Mm-mm, no, but <laughs> every time when she, cause I, let me tell you the other day I was talking to my friend summer, y'all all know her. And she was talking about my pictures that I put up on internet. And she was saying, like, you know, sometimes I need for you to have more of a happy eye. And I was like, girl, I thought my eyes was looking happy. And she was like, not not particularly in some of the pictures that you think you're taking. So I was like, okay, I need to get a lesson from J-Lo. Because J-Lo, like, she will be smiling and, you know, all of those things. And then, like, two seconds later, she goes to go straight into, like, smizing. Y'all remember when Tyler, Tyler Banks used to talk about smizing? She, like j-lo smiles with them eyes and she had on like this fringy gown it looked beautiful she was stunning and i was like girl i'm here for it sierra came through and she had on this green gown with this big puff of hair and i wasn't particularly a fan of it but it looked all right i just felt like it was um swimming on her a little bit you know, but she still looked pretty. I just didn't think it was one of my favorites. It was just all right. But let me mention Miss Janelle Monet. Child, if you ain't seen this picture either, like get on the internet. Stop. No, no, no. Wait till you're done listening here and then jump on them Googles because I mean, I mean, why are you listening? You should be able to do both. You should be able to Google and listen to this podcast at the same time. So go ahead on over to Google, Google Janelle Monet Met Gala 2019. And when you see this piece of work, that woman was after Cardi B, like for me, for me. She was giving it last night. I mean, it was black and white, which is like, you know, her signature look. But it was a dress and it wasn't the suit that she, you know, had been known for. But she's kind of like breaking away from. And she had this like headpiece that was like several hats. It was like a like pink and black and white and it was just like stacked on itself but like topsy-turvy and it just was sitting up there and she was pretty as all the dickens in it and then it like it came out and it was she had black sleeves but then it like I think they were black and white and then it came down but the way that it was structured was just beautiful it kind of looked like a face so she had a full gown on one side and then just her bra on the other side but that thing was designed to look like an eye and baby it had these huge eyelashes on it and the thing was winking and I was like I am all the way done and over and I have nothing else to say because she did that do the kids still say that nowadays they still say she did that because i'm saying she did that i ain't a kid so i could get away with it i guess uh yeah i just the thing about the met gala that i love so much is the freedom to like 
show your interpretation of a theme. And so, you know, they were saying that there were, that they are like, you know, the people who like judge the, the, the uh, red carpets and things. And those people were saying that like, there were going to be expect a lot of, um, feathers, expect a lot of, uh, you know, pinks and all of that and they did do it now I wasn't really a fan and I'm not that much of a fan of her but Zendaya had this um Cinderella dress that it was she looked like Cinderella in the pictures and then the thing lit up and I was like okay designer I don't know who you are but he like twirled this wand that had like smoke coming out. I don't know why I'm saying like but it just had smoke coming out of it it wasn't like it was smoke coming out of it and the dress started to light up it was magical she walked up the steps and like finger quotes lost one of her glass slippers it was so cute I although you know I didn't I'm not really a big fan of Zendaya I just you know I wanted to give her honorable mention I also wanted to give um honorable mention to baby girl and I can't think of her name right now that was in Creed she did she looked wonderful too she had this well not wonderful but she had this cute uh ponytail that was like a whip and it was you know really really cute and I thought that was cute too the Kardashian sisters not Kim, because Kim, I didn't like what she had on, but people were saying it was nice, I guess. But uh, Callie and Kendall came through, and I thought that they looked really nice. I don't, um, there was a lot of talk about, uh, what's her name? The Jen, Chris, Chris Jenner, but I don't, I didn't see her, so I don't know. There was just a lot of talk about, like, her, um, what's it called? Her hairstyle, but I don't, I don't know, because I didn't see it. But I'm just telling you guys, go online, look up the Met Gala 2019. You're going to see a whole bunch of looks. They, I mean, they were giving you looks. Gabby, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade were there. They were matching. They looked great. Idris Alba came out with his new wife and they looked great. It just was a lot of, you know, people. Um, Lupita, she came out. She had on like this very colorful um, outfit. I wasn't really feeling it, but like, you know, people. Of course, there were uh, you know, a lot of opinions, so <laughs> some people liked it. But again, just go ahead on Google it up. You should be Googling it now. You should be looking at it as I'm talking to you saying, girl, I did like so-and-so's dress. I didn't like somebody else's dress. You know, all of that thing should be happening. Just check it out because there were so many sites to see. I'm excited to see what they do for next year's situation. Yay! All right, no, I did not see the end games or Avengers or whatever the movie is called. I did not see it. So I'm not about to spoil that for you, but I did see The Intruder with Michael Ely and Megan Good. I saw it because, you know, I like to root for everything black. And 
One of my friends went to go see it. And he was like, I want to know your opinion on a certain scene. So while I will not be giving you like a play per play by play uh, review on this movie on here, that is going up on the YouTube channel this week. Um, but I will be giving you one scene. So if you want to just cut, like cut off right now, come back in, in like a couple of minutes and you can get back into the conversation. All right. So like I give you a moment. All right, everybody. <laughs> Here we go. There's a scene in the movie where, okay, Michael Ely is a hu- is the husband to Megan Good. They move to the country into this house. Um, Michael Ely works as an ad exec or something like that. I'm not really sure, but he then agrees to go out for drinks with, um, some colleagues and the client who is this sexy woman that I did not think was flirting with him up until the moment when he agreed to go out for drinks or whatever, but he goes out for drinks when he's out um, having the drinks, he sends a text to his wife, making good, and says, you know, I'm out working late, don't hold dinner, love your husband. Megan Good's character then calls him immediately, and and um, it's like, what's going on? And he says, oh, nothing, I'm just out here, you know, having drinks at the bar with some colleagues and a client she's like you understand why this triggered me this text message triggered me and he was like yeah I'm sorry I'm coming home and he hangs up the phone the woman that client that was like you know trying to get with him she comes outside he tells her I can't like deal with you she tries to kiss him he says I can't deal with this and or you I got to go home to my wife he gets in his car and he goes home when he goes home, he finds out that his wife had done something pretty big that he asked her not to do. Okay. Um, that she had, she was doing it before this thing that she had done that I'm not going to tell you guys because I want you to go see the movie maybe. And, um, he, he, she was doing it before she got the text. So she had already been she had already done something that her husband had specifically asked her not to do. And it was a pretty big thing in this movie. She was doing it while before she got the text. And then once she got the text, she continued to do it. Right. Um, and up until her husband showed up at the house. So her husband shows up at the house. He asked, he tries to have the conversation about the text messaging. Apparently, he cheated on her in the past. Um, the cheating was discovered or she started, it piqued her interest on what he was really doing because he sent out a text saying he was out, you know, don't, he wasn't coming in for dinner. And uh, so then they apparently went to counseling for that. And then they are, you know, where they are now present day. Michael Ely asked his wife, you know, why did you do this thing that I asked you not to do? And Megan Good, as a wife, was kind of like, we're not about to talk about that because we need to talk about you and this um, 
you know, text message situation and going out. And we already know what that meant before. And Michael then says to her, yes, I understand what was going on. But after all of the therapy that we had, do you not trust me? And Megan Good's character decides to say, I don't want to talk about any of this. I'm going to bed. Now, that's the scenario. That's the scene in which my friend wanted to talk to me about. And we had a little bit of a disagreement about the, the in, in the conversation we were having. I just think that at some point we were having two conversations instead of one, which again speaks to, is going to speak to what I'm trying to talk about today. There is this thing I feel like where people will want to point out your wrongs and not address their, one, their concerns, not want to come to a resolution, and then also not address their participation in a situation. Okay, so I felt like in that scene, if you saw it already, come on, ride with me real quick. I know you've been here because you saw the movie. I felt like in that scene, Megan Good was wrong. And I was telling my friend this. He disagreed with me. He felt like she was right because she addressed the text message. And I said, I felt like she wasn't right because she wasn't really addressing it. She was just really saying, you're triggering me. But I don't want to do anything about it. I just want to call you out to bring up something old. And that's not okay. If we are a couple and there has been an offense, yes, that thing should be addressed. But if we go to counseling and then you tell me that you have forgiven me, if I do something that triggers you, we should be able to communicate and have a conversation about that so that we can come to an understanding about present day activity. Because you can't bring up a subject and just be like, when somebody says, okay, but like, let me ask you your, for your participation in this, you just decide like, oh no, I'm going to bed. That ain't going to work. What you talking about? You going to bed? No, you're not. You're going to stand here. We're going to have a conversation because we are two adults and you were adults enough to call me on it. So now I'm trying to be adult enough to take accountability for it, which I cannot do if you don't want to stay up and have a conversation with me. I think that one of the issues for me is people think that communication and the true meaning of communication is supposed to be talking like I say what I feel and then I get to walk away but communication doesn't really happen if you are not also listening so yes you should be able to say how you feel but you also need to listen to the person that you're talking to so that they one can let you know whether or not they accurately heard your intent and your message and then they, you want to have them give you uh, their side of things. You want to hear their perspective on a situation so that you guys can come to an understanding. Because we don't listen the same. And we don't take in information the same. There are a lot of variables that cause us to not see a lot of situations the exact same way. So just because you said words doesn't mean that I hear them the way that you meant them and so if we can't have a conversation 
you just trying to throw blame at me, which means you just want me to feel guilty about things. But what is my guilt supposed to do for you? Uh, even if you go to bed at night when you wake up, if I'm still feeling feeling guilty and there's nothing being done about that, will you will you trust me later on? And I I believe not because we haven't resolved anything. We just threw around some blame. And so I I would like to encourage people to work on your communication skills, which for me means don't just stop at the talking. Don't talk and talk and talk and say your points and, you know, and this is how I feel and this is what I want to say and let me just get this off my chest. If you're not prepared to listen to what your partner, friend, co-worker, whoever child friend whoever it is if you're not prepared to listen to their perspective and then try to like come to an understanding you don't always have to come to an agreement but we don't even know if we agree to disagree if you don't listen to me because I could be telling you that I feel the same way and that I you know I see you in all of the things that you're saying but if you're not prepared to listen to me you'll never know and then you will create conversations in your head that don't really have much to do with me they're just what you make up about how you believe I'm going to answer some things which you probably don't really know the truth on that either because if you're not listening to me I don't know so like it you know practice practice and again this does it takes a lot of practice to listen and to um just validate the words and the feelings of the person that you are communicating with. Remember, guys, communication is not just about the talking. It's also about the listening. And that is what makes relationships stronger. When I feel like I am being valued and understood, it makes me want to work harder at understanding you at all times. So... Let's just work on those listening skills so that we can make our communication a lot stronger. Look at us at the end of yet another podcast episode. Y'all made it. Woohoo. Thank you again. Don't forget to check me out on the social media. You know I'm always there. I'm up on Instagram heavy. I'm giving y'all stuff daily. Uh, I'm hitting Twitter. You know, I'm getting better and better at Twitter. And the video is going to go up on YouTube. So check that out. I'll be talking about the intruder because I just saw it. And if you're going to, don't forget to, um, you know, hit up Patreon page subscribe to this guys if you just want to if you're on um itunes listening to this podcast and you have not yet um rated and reviewed this episode go ahead on and do that for me please i appreciate you in advance so much thank you for coming again i love you as always and don't forget you don't have to take anything i say as fact after all child i'm just saying